0: The Good, the Bad, and the Proletariat, written by Ian Smith. Chapter Two The sun had set over Pequeño Pueblo shortly after sunset, and the town's festivities got underway. Michael was led through the streets on a golden throne still wearing his traveling clothes after an unsuccessful and cut-short fitting Michael attested to later had to do with something he smelt, but not dealt, although other accounts differ. He had been given an honorary head start on the pie-eating contest, a key to the town, and every lock and chastity belt in it, and was now listening to the ninth speech given in his honor that night in the town square.
1: And so... Because of your great courage on this great day, I would like to tell you, you'll always have a place in my heart and a place in my bed. Oh, God. Anytime, I will be the little spoon to your big spoon, day or night.
2: All right, Roger, that's enough now. What
1: can I say? I'm a cuddler. Why would someone want a spoon during the day? Well, I
2: think three hours of speeches is good for now. Maybe, Sylvia, it'd be a good time to bring that children's choir out here before it gets too late, and we can all hear their sweet little voices before bed.
3: Anytime's a good time for these little angels' voices. Come on, kids, get on stage. That's it, line up by vocal range. You know where you are. Matthew, you're not a tenor. Get over there with the baritones. All right, children, a one, two, a one, two, three, four. that's it, find the rhythm.
0: Heads turn at the sound of the gunshot, echoing out from the north. A dozen masked riders with torches descend on the town from the hill, hollering, setting fire to houses and shops and shooting down party balloons like they were gina ashwood and the balloons were me asking her to prom
4: it's the wild and wacky bunch
0: the wild and wacky bunch stampede through the mass of scattering townspeople clamoring to safety with no regard for etiquette
2: michael our savior you've got to do something
5: what do you want me to do?
2: Save us, like you did before.
5: I didn't do anything.
3: So do that again. He's coming up with a plan, Jenny. Stay right where you are, and and we'll all be safe. Ah!
0: A masked bandit grabs Sylvia as he rides past the stage, throwing her over his saddle.
1: Sylvia, they got Sylvia. Who's gonna take the kids to regionals?
3: Ah. <gasps> You save
0: us with that, the bandits circle up and ride out of town, with Sylvia howling and fighting all the while.
3: You put me down, you yellow belly! Fire! There's
2: a fire!
0: The fires from the bandits' torches slowly spread down the rows of houses and shops lining the streets. Flames licking away at the timber like a cat's tongue. Licking a two-toed bullfrog on the wagon wheel during a thunderstorm. If it were ever so inclined.
5: What do we do? How do we put this out? Get water. Throw water on it. What are you people doing?
2: We don't have enough water. Our well's drier than my grandmother's nether crevice.
5: Then how do you people put out fires?
2: We don't get a lot of fires around these parts, mister. But from my birthday last week, I wheezed my candles out.
1: I do the same every year.
2: As do I.
5: Why would you wheeze them out instead of blowing them out?
2: It's simple chemistry, Michael. I wheeze out carbon dioxide onto the candle to cut off the oxygen to the flame. Without oxygen, it'll suffocate and die like my family's goat when I was 12. Blowing on a candle just gives it more oxygen. Reckless buffoonery, if you ask me.
5: You all do this? Mm -hmm. That's how we do it, yeah. It's simple chemistry, Michael. Fine, then then do that. Four buildings have burned down since we started talking about this.
0: Everybody, wheeze on the fire. (laughs) The Pequeño Puebloans huffed and puffed with all their might and, with simple chemistry, wheezed out the bandits' fire and saved the town.
1: You did it again, Michael. You saved us again.
5: What do you mean?
1: He's still a hero. He drove the bandits out with his inaction just like before and then brought us together to save our homes. He's shown us the power of collectivism.
2: This is what can happen when workers of the world unite.
1: And he will lead us there.
5: Oh come on, you guys keep exaggerating. I say
2: we do it. Nice. As council appointed leader, I say we hold a vote to elect Michael our sheriff. Seems only right. We need to send someone out there to save Sylvia. And seeing as how they're practically engaged. What?
5: We're we're not engaged. We've talked once. She's
1: taking a fancy to you, Michael. And a true gentleman changes his entire life to the whims of a
5: lady. Hold on a minute, I don't even want to be sheriff.
4: What modesty. He's got my vote. Hear ye, hear ye, call to order. All those in favor to elect Michael our new sheriff, say aye. 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 Those opposed? Nay. The eyes have it. Michael is our new sheriff. And take that man to the gulags.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: The lone naysayer was relocated away from the commune for re-education purposes through hard, menial labor. As the crowd showed their approval for the new sheriff, Michael was slapped with a badge, pistol, and hand to make the election official. But I don't want to be sheriff.
4: Save Sylvia and maybe we'll let you go. Really? Only one way to find out.
1: Well done, Sheriff. It was a close election, but you pulled through. Now, you may have heard my voice around here from time to time, but you didn't know what my character's name was.
5: Who the hell talks like that?
1: That's exactly what I'm getting to. Name's Roger. I'm the Sheriff's deputy around here.
5: So does that mean you're coming with me to save Sylvia? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it do, but we got a whole heapin' of cases backed up we gotta get to first.
5: Are you kidding me? The entire reason I'm sheriff is to save her, so I just wanna get that over with so I can leave. Now, Michael,
1: we can't put one comrade's worth over another. We got a few things on the docket for tonight we gotta do an order, so we'll just see how many we can get
5: through. Why weren't you working on this stuff before?
1: Because I'm the sheriff's deputy. No sheriff means no work. Now, first up, we got a Mrs. Maverick stuck up in a tree. Let's see if we can go on and get her down.
0: Roger signals his and Michael's horse to come with a whistle. (whistles) Relieved, his hours of training Michael's horse that day actually paid off. As the newly elected sheriff followed his deputy through the streets of Pequeño Pueblo, Masculine Cassidy and his ruthless gang returned to their hideout in the depths of Rock Bottom Peak.
4: All right, man. Good work. I'm sure they learned a lesson they won't soon forget. Hit the showers. I'll be in there in a minute to soap y'all up myself. You earned it. As for you, little missy... You just gonna sit all tied up on this chair here we conveniently had in the middle of where we keep the horses. (laughs) I can't hear y'all gagged up like this. Hold on.
3: (sighs) I say you're no good scoundrel and a son of a gun, you fucking cacksh**. You what? You're not very masculine at all, are you? Can't even grow a proper mustache, can you?
4: It doesn't fill out. It's genetic.
3: My boyfriend has a mustache, a full mustache. And when we get married, I'm going to pretend it's my horse. What does that?
4: Oh, come on. Gross. Mm -hmm. I'm regretting this already. You're the one obsessed with her. Get in the shower, Sundance.
3: If you're trying to win my heart, you've got to try a lot harder, masculine.
4: Oh, I haven't even begun to try. After your little boyfriend comes out here looking for you and I gun him down, you and I are going to be spending a lot of time together. I'm going to know the ins and outs of your childhood. No. You're going to know my biggest fears and regrets. No,
3: don't say these things. And
4: sooner or later, we're going to have ourselves a little inside joke that only the two of us will understand.
3: Why are you saying such horrid things? Masculine, let's go. I need soap on these ankles.
4: I'll be seeing you later.
0: Masculine Cassidy disrobes as he heads towards the bandit's shower house, leaving Sylvia to wallow. (laughs) By now, Michael and Roger were on the outskirts of Pequeño Pueblo by the large oak tree Michael had passed earlier that day. Well, here she is. Michael looks up into the tree, adjusting his glasses, but still unable to see a thing in the pitch dark.
5: Uh, Mrs. Mavish, you up there?
0: Roger picks up a rock from the ground and hurls it into the tree, dislodging the raggedy skeleton of Mrs. Mavish from the branches her corpse had been cradled in. Oh my god, she's dead!
1: We haven't had a sheriff in a while. Well, that's the last thing on the list. I suppose we better head on
4: out to the- Sheriff,
1: you gotta come quick! What is it, Elliot? I was
4: talking to the sheriff. Sheriff, you gotta come quick. There's a big commotion in town.
0: (sighs) Fine. Let's go see what it's about. Michael and Roger race back to town.
3: That's fine. You go on ahead. I'll catch up.
0: They make their way through the streets, now devoid of any remnants of the festivities to see a quarrel between the two townsfolk out in front of the butcher shop. Oh, I'll see how it is. But
2: they're mine. You know they're know mine. The you just no, took nope, them. Nope, nope, I just nope, wanted to show nope, them to you and you just nope. look uh, them
1: like... Oh, no, not these, these two. Something. You know what this is already? Oh, Mary Beth and Francis nope, argue all you the time. Nope, this nope, shouldn't no, be
5: I nothing. I
2: just wanted to show them to you and you just them like... I was giving them to Hey!
5: God, Roger, you can't shoot a gun off like that. Sure
1: I can. That's what the trigger's for. Stop that.
5: It's late. People are probably sleeping.
1: With all this shooting, you fancy us some sound sleepers, fella.
5: Look, Francis, Mary Beth, we can have you two out here shouting like this. What's all this about?
4: Sheriff, thank the Lord. This wench is trying to steal my socks.
2: They're mine. You stole them from me first.
5: I didn't steal them. You gave them to me.
2: To look at, not keep.
5: All right. All right. Come on. We got way bigger things to deal with. This is not a big deal. Can you just give Mary Beth back her socks? I am Mary Beth. What? Isn't that a woman's name? Says who?
2: Mister, you got a lot to learn about gender.
5: You're part of the problem. Uh, Okay, I don't care who's who, just give back the socks.
4: Fine, take them. They don't even fit me, it's like
5: they're made for hooves.
2: I have tiny foot syndrome, that's why I was showing them to you.
5: Okay, are we done here?
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah, I guess. Good, now, get on home. (sighs) All right. Now can we go get Sylvia so I can leave? Sheriff,
4: told you I'd catch up. Come quick! There's a big commotion. Oh
3: God!
1: <coughs> catch your breath, Elliot.
4: It's your Y O U
5: R. That's what I said. Oh no, it was Elliot, just say what you came <sighs> to say.
4: There's a big commotion on the other side of town. You gotta get over there.
5: What about Sylvia? Your future wife can wait. We- need- No, I just want to go home. Well,
1: well, we gotta take care of a town first. Then we can go take care of those bandits.
5: But you said we had to do things in order.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound like something I'd say. Uh, come on.
4: Yeah, you'll find it. I- I'll just catch up again.
0: Michael and Roger weave their way through the darkened streets. The echoes of shouts, the only thing guiding their way. I they're not. Nope, nope. What? Is that Mary Beth and Francis again? <laughs> How did they get over
5: here so fast?
1: They find a way. I told you, they argue all the time. You can't avoid it.
2: I to show them to you- When you
1: hand something over, you're
5: giving away possession.
2: Not if it's just to look at. Yes it is! I lost a daughter that way!
5: Guys! What is this about now?
1: Sheriff,
2: thank the Lord, this wench is trying to steal my socks. They're mine. You stole them from me first. I didn't steal them. You gave them to me.
5: Hold on, hold on. Is it the same argument, too? What part
1: of they argue all the time don't you get? Yeah, it's the same one. It's not your job to question it. It's your job to stop it.
2: I hope your daughter ended up in a sockless family. You take that back!
5: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 quit it, quit it. We just went through this. Give Marybeth the socks back.
2: He's Marybeth. Whoever,
5: just give them back.
4: Fine, but don't fit anyway. It's
5: like they're they're made made for hooves. You said that last time. Okay, so can we go now? Sheriff,
1: there's... You gotta work on your cardio.
4: How about... How about... How about I work on your... How about I work on your wife?
5: Uh, no, no. Don't do that. That's what I thought. Jesus, Elliot, just say it.
4: You gotta come... Quick, there's a big commotion
5: oh, oh, on hold the Hold on, other... hold on. Is it going to be these two yelling again? Mary Beth and Francis? Yeah. About socks? Yep. Mary Beth, give Francis her socks back when you get over there.
4: Fine, they don't fit me anyway. Come on, Francis, let's get over there, get this done with.
2: I keep saying they're just to look at. I know, I know.
1: Looks like you've done it, Sheriff. The town's at peace and we can go save the love of your life.
5: Seven hours, I've known she's existed and I barely talked to her. And and how are we supposed to rescue her? Do you even know where the hideout is? No, that was established earlier in the first act. But we
1: know it's somewhere in Rock Bottom Peak. I'm sure we can find if ands we look real
5: hard. Fine, we'll have to just search the whole place until we find it. We'll need more people. The two of us isn't enough. Not a problem. Ah, hey.
1: What's that racket out here? Listen up, y'all. Sheriff Mike was finally getting around to rescuing our Sylvia. Hey. Hey.
3: Hey.
5: Hey. 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 Come on, that's, hey. that's not true.
1: But, but, hey. right now, we're gonna need everyone's help scour around Rock Bottom Peak for that. Them there bandit hideout of theirs. Them there got... Tonight, Sheriff's gonna deputize you lot. No, no assistant deputies, you lot. I'm above y'all still. You will be the assistant deputies for the night.
5: Okay, I didn't agree to any of this. Maybe if we just pick out uh, the best few? Hey,
1: no one's better than anyone else in our classless society, especially the bourgeoisie. We as a community have been called upon to do our duty to each other and rescue one of our own who has been taken from the motherland. An atrocity on one of us is an atrocity on all of us. Our struggle to emancipate the working class ends tonight.
5: ( vibe)
3: Oh,
5: Oh, man, Uh, I don't want any part of that. You guys do you, and I'll just. You can't turn against us now, Comrade Michael. Not when victory is so near. Look, I'm not a communist. I don't want to be sheriff. I just want to go home and stomp grapes. Those bandits are the
1: grapes, and our spirits are your foot. And together, we'll make the great Druce of Freedom we've only dreamt of. God,
5: this is gonna to be too much. I I can't. I,
1: oh, hey, what? Then we'll tie you up and take you with us. No man left behind. Good last one, Comrade Nathan. A pleasure, partner. Mount up! <laughs> for together we ride for the motherland!
2: For, for the way!
0: The good townspeople and Michael, slung over Roger's saddle, rode out north of town to track down the bandits in their rock-bottom peak hideout. Torches lit up the canyon walls, bobbing and flickering in the night as the mob scoured every nook and cranny for signs of the wild and wacky bunch. This way! Nearly daybreak, The Pequeño Puebloians see the wooden walls enclosing a dimly lit cave up ahead.
2: It's gotta be them.
1: That's it. That's the Wild and Wacky Bunch's Saturday morning funhouse. Let's get up there, quick.
0: The thunder of the stampede rattles masculine Cassidy and his squeaky clean crew awake in the early hours before dawn.
4: What's all this about? Is
0: that
4: him? Cain's and Rebecca? that the sheriff? Sure is. Right the What's this? Did he bring the whole town with him? Sure did. No. Don't you spit too. I told you to stop doing that here. I don't know what to do with it now. Swallow. They have their sheriff tied up. Looks like they came here to surrender and beg us to come back. <laughs> you lot wait here.
1: So what's the
5: plan, Michael? There is no plan, Roger. I don't want to be here. Just leave me alone.
1: That's a good plan. All right, everyone. We're going to leave Michael to watch over the horses while the rest of us bum-rush the bandits.
5: It's not what I said.
0: At Roger's direction of Michael's direction, the townspeople gathered up and marched towards the bandits' base where Masculine Cassidy had appeared outside to meet them.
4: So, Pequeño Pueblo assumes you've come for a little chat. You must be desperate if you came all the way this way to find
0: With that shot to Masculine Cassidy's heart, Roger gives the signal to attack. No! And the Pequeño Puebloans charge the bandits' base. No! 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 Tears of built-up rage spewing out in barbaric aggression. As the bandits' numbers dwindle, the last remaining few beg for their lives. No, no 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 Foolishly. Nathan finds the Sundance Kid.
5: No, no!
0: Hiding behind a giant creaky hinge and drags him outside.
1: Well, 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 the Sundance Kid. Someone go get the sheriff
3: you wicked man, Sundance. Letting your friends ruin a perfectly good children's recital like that.
1: Any more of your friends hiding out around here? Hey, AFI's fire's in the outhouse again.
5: Hey, what's the big idea? I'm AFI and I'm full of crap. <laughs>
3: hey, Rosebud. Was he a vampire all along? That's why he was shitting upside down.
1: Anyone else? Good.
5: Put me down. What's going on?
1: On time.
5: What is this? Why did you bring me here?
1: Well, Michael, seemed only right that this should end up a duel at high noon. And seeing how Cassidy's dead, Sundance
5: here will have to do. I don't want to duel anyone, and it's like four in the morning.
1: Then we'll all have to use our imaginations. You got your gun, don't you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Good.
1: You get that pretty boy ready. Sundance, on your feet.
0: Sundance gets on his feet, slobbering like a bloodhound. He looks around at the carnage. His friends now limp, blobs, and glistening pools of blood.
1: (laughs) I didn't want this. (laughs) Me neither. Nobody did. Now stand back to back, you two.
0: Michael and Sundance take their positions back to back. Surrounded by the townspeople who survived. Egging them on.
2: I don't have a gun. Here, take mine. (smack) It's empty.
1: Now take your paces,
2: ten each.
0: Michael pushes his glasses back up his nose, heart racing. He gives his mustache a quick pinch.
3: You can do it, Michael. Shoot him for the children.
0: Michael's eyes widen. Step eight. Nine. Ten.
3: Turn it fire..
2: Will someone just shoot someone? I,
5: I can't. I can't either. Oh full of love.
0: Roger pulls Michael's trigger for him. A noble act of solidarity and hits Sundance in the stomach, sending him collapsing to the ground. Sundance, clutching his gut and coughing up blood, (laughs) feels around his coat pocket, the light beginning to fade.
3: You did it, Michael! You saved me and wiped these bandits off the face of the earth!
0: Sundance pulls a single bullet from his breast pocket and slides it into a chamber of his revolver. Look, you people are insane. I can't
5: stay another minute. I'm just going to take my horse and take off. Sundance rolls over and fire. Ah! ah my, my knee! He shot me! Ah.
1: <laughs> well, now, that's why you don't get into those in the first place,
4: it? I didn't want to. Don't worry, Sheriff. I'll finish this and offer you. Assistant Deputy Star with this here hammer. Ah! Oh. Oh,
5: God. Uh, You're you're a monster. Now,
1: now. It's a good closure for all of us.
3: That should do the trick. How's that knee of yours?
5: Horrible! I can't walk. I'll never be able to go home and help my family's business. Well...
2: Sounds to me like you got no reason to leave us then.
3: Yay! Yay!
2: You can stay forever and be our sheriff now. Yay!
3: Yay! And we can get married and have tons of children until I die giving birth as is the times, and then you can figure out how to raise them all on your own. Yay! Yay!
5: No, I don't want any of this.
1: Well, Michael, you saved us again. 40% of the town may be dead because of your plan. Your plan? But we got our Sylvia back. We broke the chains of our oppression. You've proven to all of us that communism truly can work if we all act like it does. It wasn't like... Pop I- on up here, Michael. Let's get you back to town and all fixed up. And the rest of us, let's start making our town handicap accessible even though the Disabilities Act is over a hundred years away. Yay! Yay!
0: And so, our hero, his fiance, and the good folks of Pequeño Pueblo returned home victorious in their eyes, having learned the true meaning of community and the power of standing up to injustice together. End Chapter 2
2: That pan. Tired of cluttered pots and pans in your cabinets?
4: What is happening? Honey? Teresa? Gregory, what's happening? I don't know! The pots and pans, they keep pouring out! Gregory, where are these coming from? Teresa, they're
2: burying me! 911, what's your emergency? Hello, my husband. He's buried under all these pots and pans. I don't know where they came from. They just started pouring out from the cabinets. There's not even enough space for all of them. Ma'am, ma'am, calm down. I need to ask. Do you have Dr. Pots and Pans, Pots and Pans organizer? What? What? I, I, no, no, I don't. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Dr. Pots and Pans, Pots and Pans Organizer, is a revolutionary way to organize your pots and pans. Just like the Mexican Revolution, where Francisco Madero organized the labor force after Porfirio Diaz won the rigged 1910 presidential election, organize your own revolt of stovetop cookware to send that kitchen clutter into exile. No more living in fear of oppression from 31 years of messy cabinet regimes with Dr. Pots and Pans, Pots and Pans Organizer. Available in stores near me.
3: I don't think he's moving. Are you sending an ambulance?
2: No. Dr. Raymond Pant's Books on Tape on Demand is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows and other podcasts, please visit the tridentnetwork.com.